All right. Listeners only knew what we talked about right before I hit the record button. <laughs> I am the dungeon master of this game. My name is Mark. I have other people here sitting with me. Same group as last time, but just in case you decided to jump in on this one as your first episode. It's not the worst starting place. <laughs> All right. <laughs> so here we go. Uh, clockwise around the table, sitting to my left is. Uh, this is Rob, your DJ for the evening, bringing you some smooth jazz. And what character will you be playing this session? So, unfortunately, Thorandral Strongharm. May he rest in pieces, rest, rest in pepperonis, um, has passed. Now, he uh, was more like a he, candle in the wind. He was fired. <laughs> he was fired. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> uh, so, I and lost, seared my conscience. <laughs> So instead, uh, this this session will uh, begin in a uh, a new and interesting character who I think will be introduced a little bit later. We'll learn a little bit about his backstory, what he's like, his likes, his dislikes, long walks on the beach, things like that. Yep. Seem okay? All right. Continuing clockwise on the table, our normal Rick the pa- Dwarf Paladin player is gone, is he? But um, we pray that he's doing all right, and we know why he's gone, so hope it's well. <laughs> and then sitting across the table from me is the spot where we hope you feel like you're playing along with us or at least listening and saving you the trouble of having to look at our ugly mugs uh and then continuing clockwise around the table uh i'm kirk i play Mirios, the minotaur ranger and my left is i'm sean and i'm playing prita the dwarven bard uh when last we left they just departed from the town that they had saved due to Thorin's noble sacrifice. Trying to think of a fire pun, but never mind. And then... (laughs) Really, Sean, like, blew out of the park right there at the beginning. So I think it's all downhill from here. Okay. Every joke's going to be even worse. All right, great. (laughs) Set our expectations for the next 45 minutes. (laughs) The... Follow us on Facebook. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Let's just do a new one. A new episode. Next episode. It's been nice knowing you. <laughs> you can put out a lot of episodes if they're all five minutes only. <laughs> I know, right? That's uh, how you get them hooked. <laughs> Give them a taste. Five minutes every two hours. First one and the following 85 episodes free. <laughs> all right. The, uh, yeah, they left the town that they say from impending doom of some sort. They have a scroll listing five other ways to look for doom. Um, <laughs> this is my doom song. They had met some traveling people taking camp along the Riverside uh, Bridge. Correction. I don't think we've actually met them yet. You were approaching them. And uh, you had seen that there were four or five wagons, uh, probably over a dozen people, somewhere between a dozen and 20 people there. Uh, fire, someone's playing fiddle music or violin if you're classy. And uh, we're not. No, no, we're not. And uh, they were on their way to Port de Tour, which apparently doesn't exist. Neither does this town. Nobody had any information about it pr- previously with a natural 20 on the history. So, right. <laughs> Y'all had headed up there and you were about to investigate the camp. What do you do? I think we just walk Show up in. and say hello. I mean, they they look like they're having a good time. They look to be friendly individuals. Therefore, if we act friendly, they'll be friendly. That is a great way to look at life. (laughs) 
but I'm the narrator. You, 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 you all make the decision. That's what we're doing. That's what we're doing. And that's when they sprung the trap. <laughs> <laughs> that's when a fish said, "It's a trap." <laughs> all right, you uh, approach the fire. They seem the uh, campsite is taken up. You can see the it's getting dark and dim. The mule, or I mean, there's a difference between mules and donkeys. I thought we didn't take the mule. We said no. No? Yeah. All right. He's going to slow us down. Rick was just humping it on his back. Okay. Yeah. So the camel. <laughs> <laughs> Y'all approach the fireside. Uh, they seem to be in good spirits. A few of them singing and dancing. Uh, others seem to be finding happiness in whatever they're drinking. Out of skins and flasks. Uh, the wagons are parked at odd angles. You see a half a dozen draft horses, probably one per wagon. Uh, but they have bangles and tassels on, like they are not horses made for stealth. Uh, brightly colored garb. Um, a man, older man. But they're not gypsies. No, no. No. Uh-uh. A man seems to be probably 50s, uh, sort of broad-shouldered, but uh, fair of features. Uh, along with a much younger lady, uh, probably probably young enough to be his daughter, uh, come up and seem to see you and approach a couple paces outside the uh, fire. Uh, and he greets you and he says, Ah, travelers, heading to the port? Yes. Yes. How did you know? There's not much out here. That's also true. He goes, Well, you're... you're as long as you are uh, can share a drink or a bite to eat, you're, you can be friends with my people tonight. Uh, we will be sleeping in and under our wagons. I'm sorry to crowd out the whole entire little area to camp, but we would prefer you not brave the bridge over nightfall, as it's uh, there are a few boards that might be. Um, while it's sturdy of construction, uh, the floods recently have washed out some portions, mm-hmm. and you need to be careful. We had, took time, a long time getting these carts across last night, the night previous. Sorry to hear that. Oh, so you're heading away from the port? Yes, uh, we heard that there was something going on down in uh, Tarascon, but Oh, yes, uh, that is where we just came from. Oh, really? Yes. Yeah. No, everything's fine now. Uh, I think they they should be burying all the dead bodies by now. Yes. The stench. We're, we're fine. Everything's fine here. How, how are you? How are yeah. You? <laughs> his his eyes widen a little bit, and the the younger lady seems to put a hand over her mouth in some kind of like concern. Oh oh no, it's fine. There was kind of like a small army of them dead. We were able to dispatch them. We got rid of this kind of like necromancer, I guess. Yeah. But um, yeah, no no, we we killed the aberration. It's fine. One of our friends actually sacrificed himself, and the you moon are... stopped eating. You are men of valor. Please come join us. We will tell us tales of your deeds. Uh, none of them are men. <laughs> Two dwarfs and a minotaur. <laughs> Sounds like a movie. Movie. I have to raise a small baby. <laughs> Just trying to make oh, a God, living like out in the streets came out of, of New York. Mouth, you were like, move. No, I'm done. Watch like immediately. This, watch this light sitcom as they go through the daily struggles of the New York City and the lifestyle around them. <laughs> They're men about town. 
They're basically the odd couple. Triples. All right. Uh, he says, please tell us stories. We'd be encouraged to hear. We had a, uh, a cousin of mine uh, and his family were, were supposed to be down there, but uh, I got a message from them that they were leaving. We, wanted to, we were concerned for them. Well, if you insist. Or actually, I feel like our friend here, Mr. P, is Mr. P. the best of storytelling. Master P? Master <laughs> P. <laughs> Does he spit rhymes? <laughs> Iambic <laughs> pentameter, yes. <laughs> All of the time. All right. They, uh, <laughs> they invite you to please, you know, that a good story is uh, w- would make the... Pass the time until the fire burns low. They they offer you food and drink, and you, you feel like you've done this before. Like this is very reminiscent of meeting the previous traveling people. Like, oh, and it's clearly not the same people. Not the same like individuals. Very different. And then, so how do you? I mean, y'all tell the story about what happened. Yeah, the, we we explain that uh, this wicked cloud of death. Would go the wicked cloud, wicked clouds, bro. sick vapes, sick vapes, bro. <laughs> would uh, sweep through and kill indiscriminately, and uh, we discover the source of this. The whole, the whole thing, swamp, the crazy guy, everything. It's, it's practically like that scene from Star Wars with C three PO's like telling the Ewoks. The story. Yes, exactly. And right. like little run. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) and little traveling people children like (gasps) as you tell about so and so dropping dead and the murder (laughs) (laughs) hiding yeah forgot about that (laughs) Uh, you basically do that and um, Stanimir you you learned that this is actually named Stanivir and his children Damia and Ratka um, they they say, "Wow, no, we we have a we have a saying in our culture that you know a story for story and food for food and uh, love for love. So we will we will give you a story too, a story of our people. Like sounds like gypsies or hippies. <laughs> it sounds like you've met some uh, some of you know you might have even met my cousin. Uh, she she is his daughter has a great gift of foresight and a reading of the we deck. We did meet her by chance. Yeah, the re- I would recognize her style of cards. She always does the three by three. Three rows of three. It's a very unusual style. Our teller, we're on our way back from Port de Tour to our uh, to our matriarch, Madame Eva. And she always does the cross method. So it's good to see different methods. Um, he goes, but no, I I must tell you a story. It's it's what's required of me. Will you will you listen, please? Of course. All right. <clears throat> he seems to take a big swig of wine out, and he spits it into the fire, and the flames turn greenish. Actually, like good copper. 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 We learned yeah. that last episode. Yep. He if just you drank copper. If bits. you didn't hear that last episode, <laughs> then you could hear it. Kind of as a sidebar conversation for a moment, that green flames have copper in them. Yep. Thanks to our resident bard. Yep. I, I'm from the College of Lore. 
<laughs> I drink and I know things. I drink and I know things. Uh, so you, but the 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 fire seems to, and it's almost like you can see some shadows or puppets or something in the fire. The Stanimir says, "He, see, we come from a land that is forgotten. It's no longer there. But there are kings, many kings there. Um, but those kings." grew old and grew corrupt and forced us from our homes and now we wander the roads and the forests he says one night in one of our my ancestors camps uh, a soldier staggered in and collapsed he had this horrible wound I mean as the story says and uh, but as we are the people of hospitality that never stand still we we nursed him back to health and gave him wine and he was recovering, uh, but he wouldn't tell us who he is. Now, if you've noticed, we don't ask for names because not everyone wants to tell, but you can know someone without knowing their name. Uh, but And we got to know, my people got to know this man. Um, he did, wouldn't tell us his name, but he did know that he wanted to go home. Uh, but his home was in the land of his enemies. His enemies had conquered his homeland. So we... We took him as far as one of ours and followed him back as we thought maybe we could find a homeland and hospitality there. Uh, but his enemies were after him, saying he was the heir or the prince and assassins to against our own people, uh, you know, us innocent traveling people who had done these enemies no harm, but they came across against this wounded soldier. But. <clears throat> This man of royal blood fought to protect us as we protected him. He handled a score of them by himself when we would not have stood a chance. We're very peaceful people and not trained in the arts of violence like this prince was. So he, we took him home after that and he thanked us and he said, I owe you my life. Stay as long as you wish. Leave when you choose from my lands and know that you will always be safe here in my lands. But Stanimir seems to be a bit somber, like, like as if despite this great benefit his people have been given, this great hospitality that he's saddened. But a curse has fallen, befallen our noble prince. He's turned into a tyrant. We alone, because he keeps his promises, are, are able to leave. But we've traveled far and wide looking for heroes and such. Uh... That would help us put to end our Lord Dread's curse and put his troubled soul to rest. Madam Eva, our leader, knows about this and has been working because we have to travel now because if he knew we were, he might take away his hospitality and we would not be able to come and go as we please. But we want what was best for him and to restore him back to the noble person he used to be. That's why we believe it to be a curse and not his heart that has changed. He goes, but the problem is We've brought many adventurers back, and few are able to help. We did meet a great, there was a great wizard uh, who came. He was known for his uh, amazing artifacts and his cunning. And we even took him back, hoping that he would be able to help us figure out what ailed and cursed our, our Lord. Uh, it was almost a, over a year ago. I remember it, just like yesterday. He... He stood exactly where you're standing, or sat where you, exactly where you sat. Very charismatic man. 
he thought he could rally the people of our land together, the the the, na- the people who grew up there, not just our traveling people, and fight this prince turned devil. Uh, he stirred them into revolts, and they even attacked the castle, trying to take the place by force, hoping to capture him. But when the noble appeared, uh, the wizard, the wizard's peasant army flew in terror. A few stood their ground, but they were never seen again. And the wizard and, and, the, and the noble cast spells at each other and fought with sword and staff and flame. And then they eventually, we saw them both tumble. We were, we were standing, the castle sits upon a cliff. We were camped out near the bottom and we saw them tumble into the river below that had carved the cliff. Before, before they left, did the wizard go, fly, you fools? <laughs> DJ Gandalf. That's <laughs> <laughs> But uh, <laughs> the the thunder shook the mountainside. I I saw this part with my own eyes. I was not there when our our prince and had, when we originally met the prince. That's my grandfather's tale. He goes, but I saw this fight with the wizard, and rocks tumbled down after the wizard. But it looked like by his magic he survived. Lightning from the heavens struck like like the, our like our. Our prince turned demon who was able to call even the elements to his aid for some reason. That's why we, we don't know what forces possessed him. Uh, but when the when that, that devil lord fell upon him, the wizard's magic couldn't save him after such a long battle. I saw the wizard thrown a thousand feet into the into the ravine. Uh, we went down to the river to search for his body because we'd offered him hospitality. We could not leave him to rot amongst the rocks. But the river had already spurred him away. I don't remember the wizard's name. He didn't choose to share it with us for some reason. But he was well known for his artifacts and for his creations. Um, he had this staff. Uh, he said there were a few like it. But he let us take the staff and with horses could not pull it apart. We struck it with a forge hammer and it would not break apart. And we did whatever we could, but it would not even dent the wood on the staff. But even a man of such as that could not defeat our prince. He goes, but these are stories. These are stories. So. You still got that staff? Well, I mean, the wizard took it with him. We presume it fell into the ravine. Um, but uh, please camp with us. And in the morning, we'll we'll head back to, if, if everything is fine and Mariah just has gone, we'll go with you halfway to the. Port de Tour. Well, the wizard originally came from that way when he was. Maybe you could uh, seek after him there. So what I'll do? Camp with him. Yeah. Third time's yeah. a charm. <laughs> <laughs> right. Fair. <laughs> okay. And then sleep descends upon you, and we switch to what's this guy's name? Change scene. Salazar. Salazar. Yeah. Salazar the lizard. Volk, lizard man. The lizard man, lizard volk. Okay. The salamander? No. Oh. More like a crocodile. <laughs> oh. Or an alligator? Alli- well, he doesn't have the flanges. <laughs> so. <laughs> so we're about to have. Do you figure this after a while? <laughs> or is it a little later? Well, <laughs> he was a very confused young. We, we may folk. have two dwarves, a minotaur, and a crocodile. 
That sounds like one of the most prejudiced but funny jokes, right? <laughs> like <laughs> the punchline on that is it goes on for like a minute. <laughs> you are leaving the swamps. You have discovered the uh, aspects of your storm god. Uh, they are not very apparent to others, but come to you regularly in your visions and sleep. And they have gifted you an amulet made of indestructible material, saying it can con- the entire length can control the winds. And you will find the there are many parts, and when constructed, you can control the winds and the laws of creation itself. Okay. It is part of the law that rules the worlds. And they said this is your quest to unite the parts at any cost, and then that will set set the weather and the time and the the world not at peace but in the order it's supposed to be return back to a more natural cycle okay and oh, it's yeah. the, the the disc is maybe a couple inches at top it's almost like a uh, like a coin yeah but it's, it's more almost uh it, when i say disc i mean it sort of like flanges out into a flat part so it's like half of a top Okay. Like a top that spins, you know? Okay. It's flat on top, comes down. So cone. To a, kind yeah, of. and it looks like, but instead of being pointed at the bottom, it looks like some, it's the top piece of something. Like, it would slot into it. Okay. Like another stick goes into it. So, and you wear this as like an amulet. And because you're storm visitors, they told you to go to, <clears throat> if there is a wizard or, who, um, a mortal wizard who knows the secrets to creating the indestructible material, but more importantly, can point you back to the elemental plane of air where supposedly a piece of it resides. Oh, okay. All right. And so you, you are supposed to become, your goal is, your quest is to become strong enough to wield this and restore the glory of your forgotten God. Okay. Yeah. So, uh, coming out of the swamp, whereabouts in the swamp, just in general, like you, near Tarascon? You, yeah, you, you would not have known Tarascon by that name. Yeah, this island is big enough. That the lizard people live on the far side of the small mountain that forms the off center, center of this of this uh, island, uh, and it's the only dry parts are up on the mountain, and you have lived in the the, the jungles and marshes. On the west side, whereas the village and the port are on the east side, and, and I say island, but it's truly sort of an isthmus, isthmus, peninsula, peninsula, peninsula. Yeah. All right, <laughs> and there are overland routes to other portions of the continent, but this is uh, this is like the down. the Houston, balmy like northeast Mexico area, tropical wise, like it's not. You don't see freezes in this area. Yeah. And so your people have enjoyed it. Yeah. Uh, and you have been told to go to Port de Tour so that way you can uh, book passage more quickly to... That's where the uh, wizard is supposed to reside. So I'm assuming that like aren't my people going to have the ability to transport me where I need to go. So Unless I need to it go was to on the canoe. Go to a human, yeah. Right. Go to a human town to find passage to where I need to go. Right. Yep. Okay. That's good. And uh, you are coming up on the campsite of these brightly dressed, non-camouflaged. You look very down upon their Warcraft 
and camouflage crafts people. Uh, mostly humanoids, a couple dwarves, some bovine you've never seen before, and a bunch of humans and half-humans. Uh, is there... Are they cooking? Yeah, you can smell. Game. Okay. Uh, is it, I was about to say, what are they cooking? Are they like meats or like that soups seems, or... Yeah, they, they ha- do have like a stew going, but there is also like... It seems to be like rabbit hair soup and then there is some kind of like game bird like larger game bird swamp bird that is on the spit okay um you cooked this bird before it's great bird makes good eating but they have something on it that you've never tasted before smell like spices um i really apologize for my voice my goodness (laughs) it's pretty bad is it (laughs) yeah like it's it's really hurting our ears. It's like sandpaper <laughs> on there. All right. I can't wait till someone has the volume turned up all the way. <laughs> no, just keep talking. It it gets it gets better. Yeah. Yeah. Like desensitized to it. Yeah. So knowing the uh, ear calluses, <laughs> <laughs> knowing the animosity between the two people, uh, instead of actually approaching between the two people between uh, soft skins. Right and, and lizard and lizard folk yeah. cultures yeah um, rather than meat sinks yeah rather than go ahead and go up I'm going to go ahead and like on the edge of the river make a camp a, la- a large campfire of my own and start cooking my own food okay but at a distance that sure. is not threatening yeah. but visible yeah for lack of a better term yeah like 30 40 yards away or something yeah exactly 30, 40 meters? Yes. Uh, how many eagle lengths is 15. that? <laughs> 15 eagle lengths? Yeah. <laughs> you're already ready. You're good. It's coming on. Um, right. Just stop. <laughs> Just stop. Eagle lengths is great. Rather than, uh, like, for lack of a better term, present a threat, what I'm going to end up doing is go hunt <clears> in the river. Okay. Just like or s- fish or whatever it may swim be. Swim after him with your big tail? Apparently lizard folk are very aquatic right? yeah yeah so all yeah. right essentially do that like rather gather roll a survival three. check okay you have advantage on survival all right hey do the math 10 <laughs> yeah i mean there's fish you found some yeah okay. they're not great but they're fish they're not minnows <laughs> <laughs> i will be eating them raw however i will put <laughs> one on the fire okay uh, after a moment, just leave you, it. you see a brutish-looking guy and two other humanoids like approach the camp. Now, you all see uh, Kirk and Sean. You see a, basically another fire start, you know, down the ri- down closer to the river and uh, on the banks of the river. And you see shapes down there. You're not quite sure. You see a couple, um, a couple of the traveling people dispart and go down there. Rick's gonna detect undead. <laughs> he doesn't. He doesn't detect it. Okay. Good. Yeah. Good. Good. <laughs> yeah. And uh, you see them approach uh, the burly man. He goes, uh, "Well, Matt, uh, you want to bring some wood and join our fire?" Uh, so, for lack of a better term, kind of offer the the fish. No, like no words. I don't really want to. But like, kind of, what is it? Uh, subject sub subjugating like 
no, no submissive. Not subject, submissive. Yeah, I was like, no, Other way, yeah. You roll on your back and show your belly. Well, not that far. Uh, but like, <laughs> rather than like be large. He's good pets. Consider, good pets. Considering he's like over six and a half feet tall yeah. when fully erect. Well, fully, fully erect. Yes, fully erect. Yeah. Well, all the way up. And then like with a visage of a crocodile, understanding that flesh, fleshies are easily intimidated. So we'll go ahead and. They actually stay don't. Down. Yeah, they, 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 one of the person looks a little bit affected by it, but not the other two. And they, uh, the, the man who's in front of you goes, Oh, yes, food, bring. We, we will respond in kind. Do you like rabbit? Yes. Yeah, all right. Please join us. Gather your things. Stay warm. Your kind likes to stay warm, yes? Yes. All right. So. I wave hello enthusiastically. <laughs> are you, you're, uh, you're, which, are you over at the other camp? Or at the original camp, or are you actually coming over? Yeah, I mean, Miro well, sees something going on, so he wants to get in the yeah, middle. Yeah, I mean, why? Not, what else are we doing? Puppy. <laughs> for lack of a better term. Use that term a lot for a lizard man. Yeah. Can't uh, lick lips, but uh, see you and kind of look like hungry, for lack of a better term. <laughs> Fatted calf. Like, yeah, kind of a, <laughs> like, you can't even really tell. We do the, it's, again, it's lizard folk, so they don't really have too much. Emotion, yeah, very stoic. Like, yeah, pretty much. But you seem to be lingered on a little bit more than pretty much anyone else. <laughs> drool. <laughs> yeah. Well, it doesn't little, really. Little drool it doesn't, doesn't really phase me. I've become immune to that effect because it <laughs> seems that that's the common response. It's just people looking a second too long. Fair. Um, go ahead and nod, nod I guess. You, you Casual are, wave. You're able to get here in time to hear this story about the, the wizard and the lord and oh, okay. the, the ruler. But you didn't hear what their story was. And they turn to you and they go, you are not required to tell a story if you do not want. But if you have a story to tell us, uh, we, we, we'd like to share. Do you like wine? Uh, Offer a wineskin. What do lizards like when they're drunk? <laughs> Curiosity now. Thank you. No, my kind do not drink liquors. We are, and then for the for the the food, do you have anything uncooked? Oh, left. Uh yeah. There's a there's a hair we didn't use. I'm sorry. We hadn't put. It didn't have room in the stew for it. Ah, thank you. And gathered, yeah. gathered that rather than the the cooked food. Okay. Also. Different strokes for different animorphs. <laughs> <laughs> I I carry with me animorphs. <laughs> right. That's an old series. Yeah. Like, that is a really old series. Yeah. I carry with me an old old spirits. Long, long, long ago were was a pantheon. A pantheon of great gods, gods of power and nature and wrath destruction and with them their people flourished but one day the people were suffered a plague with their loss so too did the pantheon until one day salazar came across do you talk about yourself in the third person yes. oh yes came that across. was standing he was just like <laughs> oh, okay yeah <laughs> salazar came across a nest while hunting one day in the jungles just on the other side of this peak peak sure why not <laughs> and there were two 
glorious winged serpents. Salazar has never seen anything like them. They were the remains of the Pantheon, and Salazar has made it his goal to restore that Pantheon, for they are with me here, here, here. Pointing to your chest, yeah, head. Everywhere. Chest, yeah. All o- just all over. Rubs them on the skin. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> and on his shield are two serpents, a red one and a blue one, that are like kind of chasing each other's tails with wings. It's like a winged Ouroboros. Kootals or quaddles? Quaddle. Yeah. yeah. Why can't I think, not think of it now? It's because you're on a microphone that's live. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Romulus and Remus. I don't know. No, the... <laughs> The, Az- the Aztec winged serpent. Here. If you know, me. dear listener, write it. <laughs> Here's what we'll do. Boop. Insert <laughs> clip. Yeah, I know, right? Because <laughs> <laughs> I keep on wanting to say Egastril, but that's the the Norse the serpent that eats the the roots of the world tree, or the the world tree is Egastril. Yeah. Anyway, so yes, two winged serpents chasing each other's tails, a red one and a blue one. Okay. The yeah, Quetzalcoatl. Okay, there we go. Quetzalcoatl. Okay. They offer you the the, the the comfort of their fire, and they say, well, you know, we sh- we're all heading to Port de Tour. Let's head there tomorrow, and we can enjoy each other's company and maybe share some more stories. All right. Um, Very well. They, eventually, they start to flash their impede or whatever, and they decide to start going to bed, um, and you all stay the night in the campgrounds? Yes. They, ha- they leave a couple of people up. They say, no, please, you're our guests. We are the people of hospitality. Uh, we'll keep watching such. Uh, and they said, you can have, as our guests, because our home is wherever we travel, is you can stay closest to the fire and such. Um, now for that, and in the morning, I mean, nothing of consequence that seems to be happening. And uh, they say they travel on towards Port de Tour, and they, you know, it takes a couple hours to get the wagons over the wa- over the bridge because you have to go one at a time and there are pitfalls and you have to stop and lift a cartwheel out of like a hole, etc. It takes longer than they would like. They do appreciate your help if you go if you go along with them. Question. Yeah. Since I can recall perfect recall of where we've been, how we yeah. traveled, are we following the directions that were given to me before we left Tarascon? Um, yeah. Okay. And I'd, as we're traveling, I might like say a thing or two to uh, Prito about like you know. I feel like there may not be this place. I just don't remember it being in this area. Hmm. I trust your instincts when it comes to this. Thank you. You know that means a lot to me. <laughs> As a note, uh, Salazar sure does like being near Mirios. I mean, I have an engaging personality. They seem to be like sort of kindred spirit kind of thing. Or something like that. Okay. You all have time to... The pace is not so quick that you can't spend time trading tales and uh, introducing yourselves to each other so you would know each other's names at least and... Um, Favorite colors, right? Genres of music, red, uh-huh. red and blue. Right. 
Right. Liar or a harp. I'm a harp guy. <laughs> Sorry. All right. And then, um, uh, but but Stanimir states again. He says, he says, you know, if I could convince you, um, if you went on the overland route back to the continent, we could uh, meet Madame Eva, and she could tell you more about breaking the curse of my of our homeland's lord, or new home, hope to be homeland's lord. Um, but I know you have matters of your own that you're pushing on towards. Is this a side quest, or is this all extension of the main quest? <laughs> it doesn't have... There's no floating Is there a recommended level cap? Is it like skull and crossbones, too high level, we is should wait? Or, yeah, time, right, yeah. yeah. I mean, <laughs> or even gray. <laughs> No, you don't. You don't get a sense of any of that oh. for some reason. It's like we're playing a different game. I don't know. It's <laughs> <laughs> weird. Um, <laughs> well, I'm I'm always a fan of the Overland route. So uh, while being uh, near Rick, do I notice in his his possession like anything similar to uh, what I'm wearing around my neck? Like some yeah, roll a, uh, a perception. Roll a. Investigation. No. Athletics. No, no, shush. Animal handling. No, nope. oh. Arcana. Nope. Deception. History. If you have Acrobatics. investigation. I said investigation. He is an investigator. 13. You think that the little top. You investigator. Think that... <laughs> <laughs> Come on, guys. Wow. Wow. <laughs> Got comedy. <laughs> I'm glad we have an al- a lizard man. Our comedy potential just doubled. <laughs> <laughs> Cows, short people, and now lizards. Oh my lord! Reptile, um, reptile jokes. We're uh, repping the reptile joke. Um, the reptile dysfunction. <laughs> so when you roll one. <laughs> um. <laughs> Enough of that croc. Okay. <laughs> okay. Uh, oh wow. You you feel like the rest of y'all keep your little things in your bag or whatever, but you have yours on your pendant. You feel like when you get closer to Rick or Murios or to uh, Frida that you feel the pendant sort of Pulling off the chest, off your chest towards them. Okay. Sort of like a like a tug of go this way. And you notice that it throughout the day you're able to sort of change where you are in a little tiny caravan and notice that it does pull towards one of them. Well, I mean, I'm always kind of near Mirios. Right. Yeah, I mean, it gently tugs you towards. It's like one of those things like if you're not looking at something when you're walking, you slowly sort of get closer and closer to the person as you walk into them. That's basically what you're doing all day. Everyone else thinks you have personal problems, like personal <laughs> space problems. <laughs> Lunchtime passes. Afternoon passes. Starts to get into the evening. So Shoot. we're heading back? To Port de Tour. Okay. We're heading forward. I yeah, forward had... for you. They, The traveling people were headed to Mariah de Tarascon to hope to help, but it sounded oh, like okay. everything was taken care of, so they were going back to Port de Tour. Okay, that makes sense. Now, you notice that the sunshine, like the clouds had cleared out the night before, or two nights before, but you just know that it's like it's sort of 
The sun has burned hot the first day, and but today it's been hidden behind more clouds, and there seems to be a fog, like it's actually cooler. Uh, it might just be the dropping. You're getting closer to the sea. You can sort of see the edge on the horizon uh, because the land is lower. You keep getting lower and lower as you go that way. Maybe the fog came in from the river or something, but it's just getting more misty and foggy throughout the day. That what, what you would normally expect is the afternoon's heat would burn it away, but that doesn't seem to be happening. So uh, we're in what would the equivalent of like summer be? This is what we're in right now of season, if there is season. I think it's spring. I think okay. it's spring is what I said way like four sessions ago. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, so the storms, you wouldn't have thought it be to be too weird to have spring storms and such. Or rainy season. Does this seem similar to the fog that rolled in while we were traveling towards... Terrascone. Roll perception. I am a dumb rock. Uh, 13. The 20, you think this fog is untimely and unseasonable. Um, 13, you're like, this sort of reminds me of Terrascone area. But not really. It, it's getting close to, which it's like, there's still a general light, as just like there is on a cloudy day, right? There's still, you know, it's not night. They say, well, you know, we will... It looks like, for some reason, we were delayed too much at the bridge with the wagons. We might need to camp one more night before we get to Port de Tour. Or we could press on, but then we'd be traveling at night. Uh, we're closer to the city, so it's much safer. But they, they say, we, we feel much safer with people with people of such capabilities as y'all's, but we're not sure. Salazar does not like this fog. This is unnatural. I'm with you on that. Yeah. You want to press on before it gets too dense, then? Sure. Alright, the Marn continues. As night seems to set, you notice that the, the trees are getting much thicker. While it is getting muddy, but on the sides of the road, you see like pools of water, sort of like dark mirrors, very placid. And giant trees are looming on both sides. And you did see some trees down closer to the, the, the seaside and everything, so you're expecting forest. I mean, it's the sun has now set, uh, but you come up to the forest, it's, it seems to sort of break for a moment. And fog spills out behind you and ahead coming out of the impenetrable woods on both sides of the road you see these large stone buttresses looming gray in the fog huge iron gates are on the stonework and sort of be crossing the entirety of the road uh, dew clings with cold tenacity to the rusted bars there's two statues uh of armed guardians on either side of the gate, or both are headless. Hmm. And you can see the head sort of on either side, but there's no sound in this area, the clearing. You don't hear the, like the fog is sucking up the sound almost. You can't hear the normal stuff. Y'all, y'all notice as you come up, but the, the, the gates are there, and Stanovich does not seem to think that anything is out of the ordinary. Stanovich, I mean, doesn't seem <laughs> to think that anything is out of the ordinary. What? Rick, detect undead. <laughs> Rick decides to test to, to, He doesn't sense any okay. Nearby I was forgetting anything else I can do hmm. Yeah it seems odd because I can't I can't become lost Except by magical means And I feel like Have I seen the same Like are we Do I feel like we're going in circles or No you feel like you've been following the road It's been pretty straight uh, there's a slight bend south, I mean a slight bend wet, which you thought would be west, but then a slight bend east. You, know, you should have corrected itself. Okay. 
Do you all keep up with the wagons or? Yep. Yeah. Once the wagons start to get closer, you see these great big iron gates unbidden swing open. Well, we've been walking with the wagons the whole time, right? Right. But okay. as, they get, as the wagons get closer to the gates, you're able to notice them at a distance. The gates swing open inwards. Without like any provocation. Yeah, there's no. Okay. I mean, it's just. And, they, they, and the woods are very dense on either side, but you, I mean, you, you're pretty sure you can go around these gates if you needed to. Like it's not, it's not like a Great Wall of China or anything like that. Um, and you, as the wagons travel through, you just have this sense of dread. Watched, being watched, mm. like something all around the gatehouse is watching you. And as the last wagon trundles through, the gates start to close behind you. They forgot about us. What? What? They f- they're f- the, the the gates are closing. Right. Well, they're forgetting about us. Are we not staying with the wagons inside? I think oh. we're walking with the wagons. Oh, okay. Yeah. We're, we're not like trailing behind the wagons. Well, that's nice of them to keep for our safety and security and to close the gates behind us. Okay. All right. Is this the town? Uh, he says, no, well, the, the village is just a little bit further. What are these gates? They seem kind of unnatural. No, they've been there for, I mean, look at them, for maybe hundreds of years. Do all human gates open and close themselves? (laughs) 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 I kind of, yeah, I guess it's a fair question. (laughs) (laughs) He says, no, he says, no, these are just the gates on the road, I've been through these gates many times myself. They've always, there, there is some magic about them, but it's not. We've never seen any harm come to anybody by passing through the gate. The sunlight, I mean, is, is the moonlight is even pale, as in the same clouds that cover the sun during the during the day were covering the moonlight. Uh, but with everyone having dark vision now, right? Mm-hmm. Do lizards have? No, you have natural light. I mean, there's lanterns swinging from the corners of the wagons and such, and, and so they're not without light. All right, I can cast light on an object. Okay. Right, oh, same. look at you. <laughs> yeah, flaunt it if you got it. That's right. Uh, the towering trees are seem to be lost in the gray mist. Tree trunks seem to be unnaturally close together. Like, how do the trees have that much space? But there, there just seems to be some kind of weird feeling about this. Have I ever seen any forest like this before? Never. Okay. I mean, not this thick. Okay. But you've seen forests. Now, the forest in Texas is very different than the forest in Germany. When I lived uh, there, for yeah. forests in Germany are actual forests is hard to navigate through. A forest yeah. in Texas just means like 50 trees within eyesight of each other. Mm-hmm. <laughs> None of this has, natural. What, what's your passive wisdom score now? Pa- it's the same. 13? Uh, it's fi- wait, passive perception or passive yeah, wisdom? Yeah, passive perception. Passive perception is 15. 15? Oh, mine's only 13. All right. Uh, you notice, you think you smell something, you think you smell something dead. Bad meat. What? You smell bad meat. What do you mean, bad meat? Dead. For a long time. I'm assuming it's rotting. Yeah. That's why you can smell it. Or sweet decay. Like, undead? Rick, detect undead. <laughs> <laughs> The man's been reduced to a sonar. <laughs> I mean, I can do it now. I could just have to be concentrated for a minute. I feel like we don't. 
over there. No, you, I'm assuming I can point you don't out some detention, sort of direction. You don't detect any any undead. <coughs> the Vistani stop, like the traveling people. They stop and they look and they go, "Is there something wrong?" Like he sees you sniffing around and standing here. Yeah, smell death. Uh, your your scent is better than mine, my friend. If you want to go look, you can. We'll stop the wagons here for a moment. We'll stay here. You have the scent. You have direction sense. I do. I'm kind of known for it. He says, "I'll send Ratka, my son, who's the great big burly guy." Okay, he'll come with you. He must be important. He's named. He's been named this entire time. So one plus his charisma modifier. Uh, he's wearing a red tunic. So one. <laughs> his name is NPC Four. <laughs> Ratka has a like. It looks like a club, of some sort. With him. Uh, he he, you you follow the scent then. Are y'all coming along with? Yes. All right. Right time, Murios, Rick, and Raka. Uh, the scent, the foul scent, leads you to a human corpse, half buried in the underbrush, about fourteen. I mean, I'm sorry, forty feet off from the road, amongst the dense trees, like at the bottom of some trees. Uh, can I find like, you know, can I figure out with survival? Can I use? Uh, can I figure out what happened to him? Yeah. Like, was he attacked by a bear or sure. something like that? Uh, it appears to be a commoner. Uh, here's the ob- obvious stuff. His muddy clothes are torn. Um, crows or birds have been at the body. It's missing his eyeballs. Um, obviously been dead for a while. And he holds a crumpled envelope in one hand. I'll grab the envelope. Open it. Okay. Um, as you... Your survival check was what? Six. With advantage? Oh. Yeah. A one and a all, three. All, <laughs> all of us to get the area. All right. Uh, Fifteen. You think these his clothes are torn from claw marks? Ooh. And you think that there's paw prints in the soft soft mud around. Like, but they're, if they're wolf paw prints, they are misproportioned and large. I think this man was clawed to death by a very large wolfish animal. Not wolfish. It's a dire situation. <laughs> where where hmm. wolf is? <laughs> there. <laughs> well, the letter that you picked up was a large bee sent into its wax seal. Uh, parchment. Like bee, like the insect? The large buzz bee. buzz <laughs> no like the capital letter oh coming after a yet before c ah uh, okay the parchment is worn and flimsy i'll read it you break the seal and you find a letter that i will read to you it is it the same one it says these signs were foreseen but no. <laughs> <laughs> says uh hail thee of might and valor i the burgomaster of arovia and send you honor with despair. My adopted daughter, the fair Irina Koliana, has been these past nights bitten by a vampire. For over 400 years, this creature has claimed the lifeblood of my people. How my dear, dream, my dear Irina languishes and dies from an unholy wound caused by this vile beast, become too powerful to conquer. So I say to you, give us up for dead, and then, you know, it's really embarrassing. I'm having a hard time reading this cursive. 
So I say to you. It's a lost art. Give us up for dead and encircle this land with the symbols of good. Let holy men call upon their power that the devil may be contained within the walls of weeping Arovia. Leave our sorrows to our graves and none of the world and save the world from this evil fate of ours. There is much wealth entrapped in this community. Return for your reward after we are all departed for a better life. Signed, Kolyan Indrinovich, Burgomeister. Did he like read it out loud for lack of a better term? Or do you, yes. Are you reading it too? That was my voice. Oh, okay. <laughs> it sounds like inside his head. It does. Our Have y'all listened to yourselves on this podcast at some point or another? It always does sound a little weird. Does our PC friend react? <laughs> you like immediately I don't know looking what you're at talking him? about. Is our fellow traveler? Yes, the fellow traveler. Oh. Did you bring it back to him? I thought he's he, with us. He went with us. Oh, no, the Ratka. Yeah, yeah. yeah he, he, the burly man. He, he looks at it and he goes, I don't know this man. Insight. <laughs> better. 13. You don't think he, he, he's not? He's not telling the truth. You don't smell of truth. Well, I don't, I don't know this man. I know the village of Arovia. I mean, it's a village. It's a few hours from here. Do you oh. know of Berg? What is Burgomeister? It's like a mayor. Okay. From where you come. Where are we? We're in the Zvalich woods. He's like, we, let's go back. We can discuss with Stanimir. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> you head back to Stanimir. And you have this letter. Yep. As you're getting into the, uh, getting back onto the wagons or walking around them, you hear a howling far off in the fa- forest of a wolf. Identify uh, the howl. Identify it? Sure. Cast identify howl. Guidance. Keep on forgetting to do that. 16, 19. You think that sounds like a big wolf close? Big a little close. wolf close or a big wolf far away. Like okay, a little wolf you. is only just on the other side of the trees or a huge wolf is far away. Big wolf. I'm going to make that assumption. Okay. Sandomir, as soon as you get back, he says, okay, let's finish. He goes, uh, we can stop in this small village that's up here, but if you want to get to where you're needed, we can, go, we can bypass it, continue on. But it is already dark and might be best to go to the town. Even we feel safer camping on the outskirts of a village than but the locals do not like us. Um yeah, let's go to the village. Go to the village? This place unnatural. Um uh, you come you come up to a uh as you come up to the edges of the village, it is not yeah, let me tell you that. Here's a village. You're coming from the You are here. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> You're coming from the east. All right. Oh, wow. Village. So it's a de- decent size. Yep. It's a decent sized village. I mean, a couple hundred people easily, right? Uh, the, the, there's a road in. They, they say, look, we must, we have to camp outside the village or else they will, they just don't like our people. We have a bad reputation. Not all of them, are, all of us are as friendly as us, even though they wear similar garb. Some people find it convenient to blame things on transient, on nomads, because then we're not there and they can, it's unjustified and racist. <laughs> it has no truth in it. Some sort of stigma or stereotype. But if you go inside and take a right, 
the first right off the main uh, road, you'll find a house that you can stay in. And if you stay in the, ha- the house, uh, they don't charge. It's the family of a noble's house. Well, that's nice of them. Yes. Terrible business model, but that's nice of them. <laughs> I'm going to essentially be behind the Minotaur. <laughs> like, not be the front of the group. Okay. For lack of a better term. The, the shock of a Minotaur... It's easier than the shock of a walking crocodile, man. Well, minotaurs don't have a reputation of being... Hungry? Yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> well, hungry for, like, what? I mean, like, I'm sure you're hungry, like, but, like, there's no village of grass. It's usually villages of people. Lizard folk have this bad habit of eating. Not we're necessarily playing, we're, people. We're playing Dungeons and Dragons. We don't know that. There's some <laughs> celestial plane where it's villages full of people. Like villages full of grass. Yeah, <laughs> villages full of people. This is a hay village. <laughs> Everybody's like, hey, hey. hey. <laughs> just find the house of the Dursts. The Fred Dursts. <laughs> you can get in for the price of a nookie. <laughs> They're very popular and well known about twenty years ago. <laughs> Not so much anymore. <laughs> <laughs> you go in. Mm-hmm. Of course we do. Of course we do. That's <laughs> what happens in D and D. The DM uh, says something, look, and then you do it. If we if we didn't do half the things you wanted us to, it would be. You go. You go left. Worried? No. You go left. No. Turn left right now. No, the book doesn't have anything about turning left. I'm going to go left. Uh, I actually have a whole chapter about. What no, what, you know what? Turn I'm going to okay. go straight. <laughs> we, okay. we can't. That's that's too wild. Yeah. You can go in the main road, turn right. You can take a look around the village if you want to. It's just the middle of the night. So there's nobody out. Probably not. And you hadn't gone in yet. Except for thieves and murderers and we can Ne'er get... do wells my mother warned me about. Vagabonds. Yeah. We can get some more XP, maybe scum and villainy. Maybe some uh, treasure. I want to see if they have like a wishing fountain. <laughs> <laughs> so you're going to go into the village or not? I mean, you can camp outside with them. No, no. Maybe we're going to go into the village. I'm following the Minotaur. <laughs> okay. Well, going to the center of town. Uh, wait, why? I want to see if they have a wishing fountain. Why? It's got a lot of money in it. <laughs> Come on. It's free money. <laughs> so you can go into the town, turn right, and find the, the Durst house, or you can go straight. Maybe try and find it more in this lock that's not you know closed or might take people, etc. What time or you can stay outside. It? It's like middle of the night. Okay. I'm going to go to the center of town and see, look, take a look around. Okay. Okay, Prita. You can't be out by yourself, man. Why not? I'm tall. I'm okay. Well, well I'll I'll come with you. Strength in numbers. I'm going to make sure you're all right. The, the, the fog seems to surround you in the village. Muddy ground under, underway gives way to slick, but wet. Slick and wet cobblestones. Uh, you recognize these shapes in the fog or village dwellings. Most are two stories on and the closer you get to the center, the outlying ones are single story. Windows of each stair, house stare out from pools of blackness. No sound cuts the silence. Except for what you would call a mournful sobbing that seems to echo from the streets, like down one of the streets from a distance. But it is eerily very quiet in this in this village. Uh, mm. Even at night, you'd expect, like, you don't know, the, the cluck of chickens or a dog barking or something. something. But you don't. You're near anything. I want to follow the sobbing. <laughs> what? 
Or, or you ever see the ring? Or it? Or have you ever played Fear? Or oh gosh, Alma. Or yeah, Left for right. Dead. Oh, the witches! Forgot that. You can follow the climbing thing if you want. Yeah, yeah. All right, the bard. They don't really know you're a bard. They're not even sure. A dude with a big axe and loot. Yep. But um. And he throws out some pretty wicked insults. That's right. Epic. Your mother wears golf shoes. <laughs> Oh, Where you're turning that book is like a choose your own adventure. Like, <laughs> yeah, it's awesome. Uh, Alright. You as you get into the center of the town, you realize that the there is a bit of a square and there's a very large inn off to your right. Um you, you pass two big intersections. Uh the first one on the right that you thought you were supposed to go you were told to go to for the dearth house. And the uh, second one on the right is going to be another street that curves off into the di- uh, for y'all to curve up to the distance. And then you come into a big square, and the sobbing is getting louder, and you can hear it coming from the south. Um, to, your, to the north, you see a great big multi-level structure. There's obviously some kind of inn on the outside. Uh, a little bit of moonlight breaks through and sort of hits this... Uh, gaping doorway where a sign hangs askew, of course, right? Can't be straight and perfect. Um, proclaiming this to be the Blood on the Vine Tavern. <laughs> and then Blood on the Vine, right? Mm-hmm. And south, you hear the, you, it looks like a great big general store of some sort, but it's all boarded up and dark. The sobbing seems to be coming from the other side of that. I, I walk towards the sobbing. Pro, no, hey, Prata, look! There's the inn! The Blood on the vine. That's that's not a, that's an odd name. I've never heard that kind before. Kind of strange. Yeah, I'm walking towards this. Uh, I hear this crying, and maybe we can help somebody. Oh, crying. Oh, yeah. Well, you know, I'm always here to help. Rick detects undead. <laughs> Rick, yeah, what's the radius on that? Sixty feet. Rick does not detect anything. That was. Maybe we're not close enough for you then. Suspicious. <laughs> Well, if he, if he wants to say anything, I've uh, I've detected undead from five miles, <laughs> but I I don't have any. There's nothing to lead me in that direction. Just we're just walking. We're following the bar. We're yeah, just walking. Okay. Um, the house, which is about forty forty feet square. So as a note, sorry. Divine yeah. sense detects celestial fiends or undead within sixty feet. Do you pick, or does it just tell you all, all three? All three. What type they are? Yeah. <clears throat> well, you. <clears throat> the house uh, seems to be boarded up and barricaded of some sort. And all the, the windows. And the crying seems to be coming from inside of this. Yeah. Or one more thing. It also detects any place or object that has been consecrated or desecrated, such as with hallow. Oh, right with the spell. Yeah. Uh, yeah, you don't you don't necessarily you know there's nothing. You can hear the moaning sob floating through the still gray streets, coloring. I mean, it just it sounds sad. Like if you're an empathetic person, you just feel sad listening to this person crying. Like some people find laughter contagious. This cry is contagious. Is the door boarded up or just closed? Uh, 
Yeah. Would I be able which, to like, insight? Which is it? <laughs> her crying, for lack of a better term. The now the door is is there. There's a door still, but it's just. I mean, you hadn't jiggled the lock or anything, yeah. No, I right. You said everything was boarded up, and I wasn't the sure. The windows are just the there. windows. Okay. Yeah. I'm gonna. Uh, sounds flow from this dark two-story townhouse. I'm gonna knock and try to open the the door. Okay. Uh, is there kind of like we incite the crying, say if it's for lack of a better term, genuine or what it is? Yeah, sure. You can try that. Do you literally get advantage on like all skill checks? Uh, anything wisdom, uh, except animal handling. I didn't take animal handling, strangely okay. enough. Uh, five. Proficiency doesn't Six mean you eight. get advantage. It just means you. Oh, uh, you get the bonus. You get the bonus. My bad. Either way, it was a five. Well, it's not My like bad. that My has ha- helped you. Yeah, I know. It hasn't. <laughs> like, I have yet to get a better roll than the first one I've done. Yeah. It's, it's seriously been like it was three and one and then five and one for like the last two. Um, so five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. Because two. Okay. For the provisions. Yeah, you, you think it's genuine crying. I mean, they're right. upset. So knock and like. Open the door a little and say, hello, is everything okay? You can turn the handle to sort of open it, but it's barred from the inside. Okay. You knock and for a moment you don't, I mean, the crying pauses for the briefest of moments, but then continues. It does not acknowledge our presence. Does charm person require a line of sight? Yes. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> How about uh, going around to the back door? Uh, there is not a back door. There's no back door? No. Now, what you do as you, as you, are turning and looking around. I mean, you're in front of this house and you're walking around. You knew it was the middle of the night, but you weren't exactly sure what the exact time was. But you think you hear up the hill, and it's not much of a hill, but there's a tiny bit of hit rise on the northwest side of the of the village, and you see it's sort of the, a church temple, church belfry, and it you hear a bell. From where you are, it's hard to see. Roll perception. But you can sort of see a glow coming from uh, 17. You hear 17, you can tell. 11. 11. 11. 11. You, you all can sort of see like a green light suffuses on this area on the side of the church. The last time we had a green light, it was the bad, the big boss. From mm. this, But this light, you see a green, y'all can just sort of see green indistinct shapes moving. But with your 17, you're able to make it out with your keen bovine eyes. That <laughs> Tell me, s- what do your cow eyes see? <laughs> <laughs> you see uh, images of like strong woman toting a great sword, or like a woodwise man with a bow, dwarf with glittering axe, these archaically dressed, what you would assume are wizards with beards and strange pointed hats, and many others coming out of this. Wizard written across the top. Wizard. <laughs> yeah. And, and other, like, people of, as you would say, of, like, daring do of accomplishment coming out of this area on the side of the church, making their way around the north end of the town back towards the road that you came up, and then they're leaving out the west side of the... They come down past the front of the inn, and you can see them just 100 feet away as they get closer, and you all see this. They, they start marching towards the middle of the town. 
All right. Well, like I said, relaying information is, and then they're becoming obviously closer to us. Yep. This looks like our stereotypical partier of adventurers. But there's hundreds of them. Oh, hundreds of them? Coming out of the side of the church and off the grounds around the church. Does the church even look like you can hold that many people? No. Like they came from underground? Yeah, like the, the, the specters or visions or whatever they are came out of the ground and were walking along. Okay, so they don't look like... They look more ethereal. Than yeah, ethereal, very much. Oh, uh, gotcha. All right. Uh, a ghostly profet- procession, if you will. I'm not a fan. This looks... Well, are they undead? Or are they just dead? Rick? <laughs> 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 Rick, Rick says they're not like sentient things he could normally detect. Like he says they're not, not, I'm, not harmful. I'm gonna say they that don't maybe have unholy life. Yeah, maybe maybe we step to the side on this one. You, if you, as you wait and debate amongst yourselves, they exit the road to the west, and they begin their way uh, out of the town, and you sort of lose them in the fog. So was did this I, the the crying stop or is she still in? Still this? crying. Okay. Okay. I feel like this is just my thoughts and opinions. That's probably more weird than what we saw happen with the entire plantation and whatnot. Mm-hmm. Okay. I'm just I'm just putting it out there. That's what I feel. Does anybody? No, I'm I'm. Uh, uh, yeah. Prito, what did you, where did you? Where'd you take us? <laughs> I just felt like wandering around. Wasn't tired yet. <laughs> okay. Well, should we go trying to figure out how to help this woman? Well, I mean, she's got it barred, and she heard us, obviously. And uh, she chose not to come to the door, so maybe we should just... This is true. Well, let's going. go to that big inn that's right by us and here in the town square. Okay. Um, as you, so, Salazar taps Mirios. Yes, friend. Is this normal for human town? <laughs> you know, actually, I'm not the best person to ask. <laughs> I usually don't spend a lot of time in towns, but with my limited knowledge, I don't think so. I could be wrong, but I feel like this well, isn't man. true. <laughs> and unfortunately, I don't think we can ask any of our other party members because they are also not humans. Flesh, fleshy town? Is this normal for fleshy town? No, I don't think so. Soft skins town. Yeah. All right, let's go make our presence known. All right. And we're going to go knock on the door to the end. <laughs> it is boarded up. Oh. Like you, you, there are lights on inside. But when you knock, there is no answer. And in fact, uh, the keen ears of you think everyone is quiet after you try and make noise. Um, are all the buildings boarded up? Not boarded up, but this one isn't boarded up. It's a... Uh, dr- shuttered? Uh, shut- yeah. Shuttered, okay. Shuttered and such. Are all the buildings shut? Yeah, pretty much everything. Hmm. That's strange. You know, call out. 
Hey friends, uh, just looking for a place to spend the night. Nothing crazy. We did see some ghosts, <laughs> ghostly figures. This is a processional. Let us in. We're not ghosts. Um, <laughs> I know we're a strange-looking group, but we're not spirits. Thank you. You see, like an eye-level patch pull back. Wave hello. You see them obviously startle. Uh, <laughs> you. Do they have to do like the little the angle to try and see the rest of the party? <laughs> like look after, look way down. <laughs> try and find. It's like this, uh, and like yeah. real low just to look high, and then real high just to look low. It's like a cartoonish one eye is the only thing <laughs> poking through. Yeah, it 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 seems to be a pudgy guy. As far as you can tell, um, he, he he says no. We um, he says we don't admit people after the march, like the month march. <laughs> <laughs> so that seems like bad. It's all long. You, you can check in. But if you we don't check uh, out. <laughs> no, he says after the march of the dead. Oh, we missed it by ten minutes. Is is we can't admit people after the march. Why is that? Thank you. <laughs> uh, All right, Prita. Let's. Uh, I guess let's, we'll head back to the. Let's let's go to this noble home, which I hope they also admit us. And hopefully, as you head back to intersections or so, you turn out and you see sort of a. Is Thranduril among the ghosts? No. Okay. So you wouldn't know you're. <laughs> Never met him. <laughs> Your gaze is longing after one dwarf who looks familiar. For some reason I have an extra handsome. <laughs> but as you're as you're heading yourself your way back up the first right or back up the first north, whatever it was, you see a soft whimpering draws your eyes to a pair of children standing in the middle of an otherwise lifeless street, like sort of clinging to each other. And one's even got a teddy bear. I mean, it's it's. A break your heart moment? Yeah. Okay. Let's go. How far away are they from us? They're just they're four or five houses down from the intersection. Big old cow hug. Yeah. Everyone needs love. Just these are, these are children who are out here past midnight. You can hear one of them sort of talking, the littler one, talking to the older one. The older one seems to be a girl. She shushes the little one. And she says, there's a monster. monster in our house. In our house right there. She points at this big four-story house. Or so, it's a brick row house. It's probably seen better days, and its windows are dark. There's a gated portico on the ground floor. A rusty gate is slightly open a little bit, and not a device for holding preserves. The houses on either side are completely boarded up, like wood in the windows and such. This one actually looks like it's still got glass and such. Uh, this one's still inhabited, and and the children are just monster. Please help. We don't want to go back in. Um. Bigger than us? Smaller than us? We we don't know. We just heard it. down. Bigger than a bread box? It, it's <laughs> it's big enough that we could hear it screaming up in our rooms. On the third screaming? Floor. Yeah. Down in the basement. They told us not to go in the basement. Who's they? Mom and Dad. Where's your, where are your parents? I don't know. I think the monster got them down in the basement. We'll try and save them. There's a baby on the third floor. Our little brother, Walter. Couldn't get it. We were, we were just, we didn't think. We were too scared. And now we're worried for him. 
Can we check for it to be a natural creature versus an unnatural phenomenon? Survival. Are you trying to like gauge their? No, no, no. About? Well, like tracks or feathers. See, oh, sure. If you, yeah, you want to look around. Yeah. Yeah. Sure. Well, probably area. Uh, roll perception if you're not tracking. Got a twenty-one for tracking. You don't see any like large paw prints or large claw marks or anything around uh, the outside of the ground um, as you look. And as you're walking around the outside of the ground, the house is not on the edge of the town, but it's it's close to it. Um, you do notice that there's a fog. The fog is getting thicker like as the morning comes, as the time passes. I relay this to my counterparts. That's what you notice. You look down the street and you can't see the intersection anymore that you came from. Okay. Maybe we should actually get inside. So we just live in their house? Well, they're not talking for <laughs> a month. <laughs> you soft skins are very strange. They go, no, please just, just, just we'll, we'll go, we'll go inside with you if you just kill the monster, please. All right, I'm going to roll inside because okay. I'm a very trusting individual, sure. but, roll. you know. Add a D4. That ain't going to help. <laughs> no. no, uh, an eleven. These children are really—they like, truly believe that there is a monster in their like house. Like Peter Pan, scared, down, like okay. down in the basement, and okay. they feel like the little one obviously is upset and calling the little dollies holding Walter. Walter, I'll miss you, Walter. Wait, okay, we we gotta help these kids out. Draw my sword and. Let Rick go in first. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Rick detects or divine senses. He's used up all of his charges. Oh, he did. Yeah. Uh, I, I mean, I can concentrate for a minute and see if there's undead. And then Walter might die. Make haste. We have no time. Okay. Rick's going <laughs> to go in first. Okay. The gate is unlocked. Rick is able to open it. Uh, the, the rusty hinges shriek open with the gate. You see some oil lamps hanging from the portico ceilings, hanging down all over the... They don't seem lit. Uh, there's oaken doors that open into what you think is going to be the entranceway. And as you step in... We should have seen through cellar doors from the outside. You walk in, I mean, all together, or... Mm-hmm. I figure Mirios has the kids. The, the children, like, they shirk away from your touch. And they don't. They're like, no, just we'll, we'll follow. Please don't. We we don't. We don't want to go inside the house until the monsters come. You just said you're gonna come in with us. Well, yeah, we will. We'll show you, but we don't want to go inside. Just look and see if the monsters in the front room first. All right, metagame. Is this a? Tr- mm, I feel like this is a trick. No, they're moving towards the house. They're coming okay. towards you, but they just no. You look first because the door hasn't opened yet. Well, like I was, you're like what second, third in line. I figure I'd take them. I'm in the back of the marching order. Yeah, it'll probably be Rick, myself, Prita, <laughs> and then Salazar. Salazar. All right. In the back. Okay. As y'all enter in and like break the threshold. The way Rick clears the area. Yeah. Rick runs Sweeps. in. Of course he runs in. <laughs> Kicks the uh, door open. opens into like a grand foyer. 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 Knocks over a bookshelf for no reason. Bro. <laughs> <laughs> Learning. Glance <laughs> a lot from Monty. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh, hang on the south wall of the foyer is a, a shield emblazoned with a coat of arms, like a stylized golden windmill on a red field. Flanked by framed portraits of fainty, stony-faced aristocrats, probably long-dead members of the family. There's mahogany-framed double doors leading from the foyer to the main hall. 
beyond that you can see sort of through an opening, and they're set with panes of stained glass. Uh, there's doors coming off the left and the right side, uh, and there's a great sta grand staircase that goes up, circling up, and to the next floor above. And as you step inside, the children break the threshold too and dissipate into dust, yeah. and the doors close behind you. That's what I thought. I thought it was going to be a nearly catching trap. your tail. Okay, I was about to say, so if he went second and the kids were with him. I didn't say that. Oh. Oh, that was the idea. That was the idea. Rick went first. Yep. He went second. Yep. Kids went. Nope. 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 I hung back. Kids went last. Touched. Okay. They came in at about the same time as you. Okay. The idea was like, I, I, like, I know I'm a scary monster, so yeah. I'm going to be in the back behind them. Oh. Shooing them in. All right. Was the idea. They didn't want to get try. touched by anybody. Okay. Yeah. I it was now we know why. <laughs> yeah. And we'll find out what happens next time. Or maybe not. On Dice Or maybe not. Maybe <laughs> everyone's dead. Yeah. Maybe everyone's dead already. Maybe they're about to wake up. It was this is all a dream. I had a top spinning the whole time. <laughs> my f what is it called? My, my token? My focus? Yeah. yeah, token. yeah. Follow us on Facebook and Twitter and... There's a Google Plus page, but come on, guys. <laughs> when are they going to discontinue that? Am I right? They're trying. Right. And then um, uh, review us on iTunes. That helps people find the show. Review us on Facebook. That helps people find the show. Um, leave comments. We'd love to hear back from you. And if you have any suggestions on how we could be better at things, just keep them to yourself. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> Email those to me at dicecrimes at gmail.com where I can at least cry in private before I tell anyone else. And rally my courage to take the criticism like a big boy. Hmm. <laughs> All right. Uh, we love you all. Dice crimes. Dice crimes. <laughs>